podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 Yo, beautiful people, what's going on? You're now listening to another episode of the Disney Podcast. I hope you've had a fantastic week and weekend. Well, Sunday's weather is a bit gloomy, but we move. This week's podcast, something went absolutely mad in the crypto markets this week, which I'm going to be getting. Unfortunately, I couldn't secure a guest, so you're going to have to deal with me. Do you know what I mean? I know a thing or two about the crypto world. And it's what the fuck happened. So yeah, sit back and enjoy. Speaking of crypto, guys, we've seen so many people make ridiculous money from crypto. Some of them are friends. They're not bringing me in. I'm not happy about that. But did you know, is it also easy for you to do the same? The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the coins that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy him. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or to invest. You simply just do what he does. Kind of like my little brothers, they just copy me. Everything I wear, they copy. All the music I listen to, they copy. Now they're seen as the cool kids. It's a scam. So let me tell you more about James. He runs the Crypto with James YouTube channel, which despite heavy censorship, has over 17,000 subs and over a million views. Since March 2020, he has told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put 100 bucks into each one, you will now be worth over $66,000. I don't know why James didn't hit me up himself. <laughs> of the 26 coins, his pick of the year, a coin called Phantom, is currently up over 440 times for when he said. 440 times. Bloody hell. That one call alone has retired a couple people, including people in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go on YouTube and verify this yourself. So don't think that this is a big scam. You can go check. Um, so if you'd like to join the 1,300 members who copy James, that what you just do is to stop what you're doing and head over instantly to copy my crypto. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash disu. So the fact you listen to Disnomics, you know what disu. That's D I S U. You'll not only find proof of everything I said, but my listeners get full access for just a dollar. Which is like, what, 75p if you listen in the UK? Easy peasy. You won't find this anywhere else. You'll find this offer anywhere else, but you need to move quick because it's offer ends soon. You can't come and DM me on Instagram or Twitter. Oh my God, this offer's gone. So that's copymycrypto.com forward slash D-I-S-U. So that's copymycrypto.com forward slash D-I-S-U. Don't take this offer lightly. He's a real deal. Go visit the site right now, ASAP. Hi, it's MXM and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. What's going on, beautiful people? Of course, you're listening to Dysonomics podcast. And this week, we're talking about the madness that happened with the cryptocurrency Terra Luna, yeah? Terra Squad vibes. <laughs> it was a bit of a terror. Well, hey, so what we're going to be discussing today? Well, something bad happened in the crypto world, as you probably have heard. Lots of people's cryptocurrencies went down. But why? To establish that, we need to work out what the cryptocurrency in question is how it works, why people are attracted to it, how it made money, how it, how it derived value, and then what actually happened, what went wrong, and then of course, what everybody wants to know, what's gonna happen next, right? So let's start off with the basics here. What is Terra Luna? 
Terra is an open source blockchain payment platform for algorithmic stablecoin for many crypto projects. So a lot of you are gonna be thinking, what the hell is that? So a blockchain, there's probably no point in me getting into, getting into the details of that. We'll probably have to spin the block with Blockchain Jeff to describe a blockchain. But it's a proof of stake blockchain, right? And I'll read, like things will make sense as we go into it. The key thing about this cryptocurrency is that it provided kind of two kind of facets. It provided an ecosystem uh, for crypto people to indulge in. And it's also provided the opportunity to process payments. So payment processing was a big thing. So one, why is Terra a good payment processing crypto? Well, they cap their fees at 1%. So if you look at the likes of um, Visa and Stripe and all them people, their fees are usually at two to 3%, which doesn't sound like a lot, but think about it. Every time you spend money, they get 2% of it, yeah? And obviously that adds up, right? Well, Terra only takes 1%. Well, they cap it at a maximum of 1%, but in reality, a lot of the payment processing fees are less than 1%. So obviously this is a good, for people who want to process payments, you are saving some dust, right? So this is the advantage and another advantage it has over Bitcoin, which also you can process payments via, yeah, is that it's not as volatile. We've all seen Bitcoin one week is worth $10,000 and then months later it could be worth $50,000 and people talk about the race for it to reach um, $100,000. Like with Terra, when they were, the, when the, um, obviously when the um, owners of Terra were obviously planning this, <laughs> Sorry, still got a bit of a cold. When devising this master plan for Terra Squad, they wanted to separate the investment side of holding um, Terra to the payment processing side, right? So if you look at, okay, let's take buying a pizza, right? So if I take 20 quids to go buy a pizza from Domino's, like I'm not thinking, oh shit, if I spend this 20 pounds on Domino's pizza, maybe in like six months time, that 20 pounds is going to be worth a thousand pounds and this would be a waste of money when no because in six month times that 20 pounds will probably be pretty similarly worth 20 pounds even with inflation the difference is not going to be astronomical where i'm going to regret using my hard-earned cash to buy pizza and pay for my bills etc whereas with bitcoin let's say you use one bitcoin to buy i don't know a pizza obviously one bitcoin is worth thousands so you're not going to but let me just use this for example if you use one bitcoin to buy a pizza on a monday on monday the first of january 2022 and then six months later with bitcoin this could very much happen that one bitcoin can be now worth 10 grand you're gonna think fuck's sake why did i waste that on a pizza right but that's because bitcoin is super duper volatile and that's because it's also an asset as well as something that could be used to process payments right you could pay for things via bitcoin and obviously Terra, they wanted to avoid this altogether. So how they did this was create a stablecoin, yeah? So the stablecoin algorithm, they have certain coins that are pegged against a currency. So this means that the value of this coin is attached to the value of a particular currency, right? So for example, they've got UST, which is pegged against the dollar, so hence the US. Um, you have um, KRT, which is pegged against the Korean yuan, and you have U EUT, which is pegged against the euro. So very straightforward. But obviously, UST is the main one, right? It's pegged against the dollar. So this makes the ways of transacting simple, fast, and very much crypto, right? And it's a decentralized payment processing without the volatility of Bitcoin. So why, what does decentralized mean? There's no central 
hub. Like there's no central bank. Like everybody matters in the environment, right? So there's no body that's controlling things. It's decentralized. So, and that's what you have with Bitcoin. Nobody controls Bitcoin. Everybody in on the blockchain has an impact on Bitcoin. Whereas when you got dollars, for example, if you look at dollar, dollar is a centralized currency. There is the US Federal Reserve. They issue dollars. Pounds, you've got the Bank of England. Euros, you have um, the European Central Bank. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it works. Naira, you have the Nigerian Central Bank. So, where, so those are not decentralized currencies like Bitcoin. So to round up, Terra Luna's like, yep, we're going to give you a decentralized platform where you can process payments. Plus we have something that you can invest in, which we're going to get into very shortly, shortly. So what's the investment aspect of this coin? That is something called Luna. So that's why you probably seen, oh, Luna's worth this, Luna's worth that. That is the native network coin, right? So if you look at Terra Luna, so the Terra part is like pretty much at like the payment processing part. So you have the UST, US Terra, EUT, European Terra. And then the Luna part is the actual crypto coin itself, the native coin, the token. What is the purpose of Luna? Well, Luna is used to keep the price of Terra stable. So you're thinking, how can Luna be keeping the price of Terra stable? And what is stable? Well, stable is making it a dollar, right? So UST, is because it's pegged to the dollar, that means every UST has to equal a dollar. That's the whole aim of the game. And they use Luna to make sure that every UST is the value of a dollar. That's the name of the game. I don't know why I just repeat myself like Dr. Uma. Luna is always used for the network fees, right? You use Luna to set all network fees. And this is how it works. So if, for example, UST, so that's the Terra, so Terra is mismatched with UST. So let's say one UST is, is equivalent to 50 cents. That's not vibes. It's meant to be one UST, one dollar. So if it's mismatched, they use Luna to do certain things to stabilize the price. This is either done by burning or minting, right? So they either burn their UST or they create more to manipulate the value. And I'm going to get into details, right? So if one Terra is greater than the value of $1, there's a mismatch. It's meant to be equal, right? So what they do, so because the Terra is more valuable than a the dollar, they need to devalue the Terra. And the, and those who've listened to Dysonomics know that the quickest way to devalue a currency is by printing more. The quickest way to devalue anything is by having more of it, right? The reasons why Yeezys could be super duper valued is because they're a finite resource, right? Same thing with a lot of things. Like, for example, I spoke on, I um, did a podcast on Richard Milley Watches. I, they believe, I think they, they create, off the top of my head, if I remember correctly, there's only 2,500 Richard Milleys roughly created every year. Because they're such an exclusive product, the value for it is really high. If they created 2 million Richard Millies every year, the value won't be that high. It won't be as high because it will be easy accessible, right? So the more you have some something, the less valuable it is because it's not as rare. Simple as. The reason why Mewtwo was such a rare Pokemon, was such a lit Pokemon card because it was very rare to get. You'll easily get a Charizard, I mean, a Bulbasaur or a Pikachu or is it Charizard? All them ones there. We went a bit off, but let's get back, yeah? So... Again, if Terra is worth more than dollars, so it's one and a half Terra to one dollar, you need to bring it, you need to create more 
terror to bring the value down, right? So simply they just create more terror and they give the extra tokens to people that trade in their lunar tokens for a small but important profit. So they say, listen, we're gonna create more terror and in return, you give me some of your lunar, I will give you a profit on top. And then obviously the incentive for the lunar holders is, yeah, I wanna make a profit, no problem. Boom. And because they trade in their Luna for more Terra and there's more Terra in the market, this brings the value down to one. Obviously, these are very smart algorithms at play here. Now, what if it's 0.5 Terra to $1, where the dollar is more valuable than Terra? And of course, we need it to be equal one to one. This will happen by shrinking the supply. By So this is people trading the Terra coin for a dollar value of Luna. So again, is by manipulating lunars to create the value of the Terra to be equal to USD. I don't know why I said that. Okay, let me say again. <laughs> so the aim of the game is by manipulating lunar to make sure that the Terra value equals the dollar. Ter one Terra, one USD has to equal one dollar at all times. And how they do this is by either people giving in their lunar or trading their lunar. Yep, simple. So where does this profit come from, right? So if we're just flipping, swapping and flipping and swapping UST and Luna, where does the profit come from? Well, it comes from via more people coming into the ecosystem. So the more people that come into the ecosystem, that means the more money that's flowing, there's more people buying Luna, there's more people trading and using um, this ecosystem to process payments, right? So the more people the more people that buy USD makes Luna flow in price. And the value is taken from people who still hold their Luna tokens. Yeah? So you need people to still hold their Luna tokens for this system to work. Now, why would anybody hold Luna tokens? Well, it is important by design you incentivize people to hold these tokens. So there's two reasons why people will hold Luna. One, you're bullish. Bullish means that you're optimistic. You think this is going to bang, right? So, like, if you're thinking Arsenal going to make the top four, you're bullish. You're like, yeah, we're going to the top four. We're going to slap up Newcastle. We're going to beat Everton and Bob's your uncle. We're in the top four, right? So, if you're if you're bullish on a terror ecosystem and think more people come to it, it makes sense for you to hold your Luna because if more people do come onto the system, the value of your Luna goes up, which means your asset is appreciating the value, and that's perfect for you. And the second reason is if you want to perform transactions in the ecosystem. So you'll hold Luna because you're going to need Luna to perform transactions in the ecosystem. So these are the reasons why people will hold on to Luna. And this is how the profits come from. The profits are made, sorry. Now, another thing about this Terra Luna cryptocurrency, they have two big protocols, one called Anchor and the other is called Mirror, right? I'm going to explain them both. Firstly, Mirror. Mirror allows creation of M assets which is just <laughs> silly name, whatever, which is basically like an ETF, which is an exchange traded fund. Uh, and I'll probably won't get into those today. We'll probably talk about it on my next pod with David Bell, which will be dropping on Thursday, but we record Monday. So if you're hearing this pod on a Monday morning, go into my Insta, Dysonomics or Dysonomics pod, Twitter underscore Nomics or email hello at Dysonomics.com. If you've got any questions about investing and the current state of the investment market, and if you've got any questions on ETFs, we'll answer it, right? So, Mirror creates M assets, which is basically ETF. This is their own versions where you can buy stocks, invest in properties uh, and cryptos via, um, via Mirror, right? And of course, it makes sense. It's 
M assets so is like a mirror of these assets. So that's valuable. And the other protocol is Anchor. With Anchor, you could, it's, it's using a staking mechanism to create a savings account. You earn a certain percentage rate on your coins. So this incentivizes people to hold their coins on, on the Terra Luna ecosystem. So effectively, Mirror gets people using um, using Terra Luna and Anchor keeps people using Terra Luna. So that is the philosophy, yeah? So I'm sure you're listening to this at home. I said, okay, cool. After I've got past all the technical stuff, this sounds like a pretty smart idea. Yeah, it's a good idea in theory. Now, what the bleep happens? So, so the previous weekend, so the weekend 7th, starting the 7th to 8th of May, $2 billion worth of UST was unstaked. And what does unstaked mean? That means it was taken out of the Anchor protocol. Do you remember I said Anchor was where it was a staking platform where people save their coins and gain interest? Well, $2 billion worth of UST was unstaked. So basically $2 billion was removed from this big savings account. And hundreds of millions was immediately sold. Immediately. Now, for those who know about markets and cryptos, especially cryptos, when somebody makes a big transaction like that, the human nature is the market starts to panic. They think that person knows something that we don't know. And then everything just goes tits up from henceforth. So there are two current theories as to why $2 billion worth of UST was not only unstaked, but hundreds of millions of that UST was then sold. One theory is that this was a reaction to volatile period. Obviously, there's been interest rates hikes. Hikes, of course, Bank of England released interest rates recently. And this has been, uh, obviously, damaging for the cryptocurrency markets. So that's one theory. And the second theory, so that first was maybe, okay, trying to protect or hedge against that. And the second theory is that this was a malicious attack on the terror system. And... I'm not sure. I'm kind of halfway in between both. I can see it being somebody like, hey, listen, well, let me just take my bread and just keep stepping. And I can also see it being attacked because that's something that's been kind of notorious in the world of crypto. And because crypto is so decentralized, like, it's very hard to, you just can't find what happened and take anybody to court. It's not the same as somebody finessing millions of dollars. Like, you can try to go through all the creative, um, um, you could go through to work it out it's different when it comes to world of crypto so this huge sale hundreds of millions of te- of usd of terra pushed the price down so instead of it being one ust to one dollar it was one usd to 91 cents naturally traders try to take advantage of this because remember it's all about trading and flipping your Luna and your um, and your UST, right? So traders try to exchange ninety cents worth of UST because UST is always meant to be pegged to the to the Luna, right? Pegged pay to a dollar, right? So they try to exchange ninety cents of UST for one dollar worth of Luna, and of course, if you're making that trade in bulk, you're making nine cents profit each time. However, but the gag is. Only a hundred million dollars worth of UST can be burned for Luna per day. So this was effectively like a speed bump to kind of stop like mass burning of Luna in a particular day. So obviously as investors are all, all trying to do the same thing, they reached a, a, a roadblock where 
you've reached, listen, we don't have the capacity to do so anymore. Long story short, Luna collapsed to nearly a dollar. <laughs> Sorry, to nearly zero dollars, right? This is absolutely insane. Of something that was $70, $80 per Luna at one point is now almost zero. So as of um, Saturday, the 14th of May, the price of Luna was, listen, 0.000412. And the irony of that matter is, is that that was actually 139.98% increase from the day before. Luna is worthless. It's zero. It's worth zero right now. UST is now in a month because this was meant to be a stable coin. It's meant to be different from, from Bitcoin and not be volatile to sudden changes, right? It's supposed to be pegged one to one to USD. Now it's not. Unlike rival stable coins and other stable coins such as Teva and USD coin, USD is not backed by any real world assets such as gold or bonds. Luna Foundation Guards, the non-profit that created uh, Terra and the founder is called by name of Don, no, sorry, Duquan, alleges that they were holding $3.5 billion worth of Bitcoin in reserves. So this was like to meant to give like investors like, do you know what I mean? Like be able to sleep at night because there's like, listen, we've got $3.5 billion in reserve. Cause like even with every single um, country right now, they've got reserves. Like remember during um, the initial start of the Ukraine-Russian war, I was talking about how some of the sanctions were to damage, to effectively ban uh, Russia from able to trade in dollars so it pams their reserves so they can't access it like every country has reserves reserves it's just it's kind of like do you know what I mean it's just the normal so so obviously um, Terra Luna they allegedly have reserves in Bitcoin the peg has been lost as I said before UST does not one UST does not equal one dollar which led investors to scramble to dump or the associate lunar lunar token. You only have lunar tokens because of his relationship with USD, which is pegged to the dollar. So obviously, if this is now not happening, there's no point in holding Luna. So they're all trying to dump their lunar tokens. This went from $85 a week and a half ago to four cents on Thursday. And then, as I said, to like virtually zero as of today. Binance, so people may know of Binance, they're a platform for you to buy and sell cryptocurrency. They announced on Thursday that the Terra network was experiencing slowness and congestion due to the high volume of pending Terra network withdrawal transactions as is as on its exchange. Simply, this kind of shows that so many people were trying to sell to recruit something that it pammed the networks. And another reason why people were in such a rush is, remember I said, $3.5 billion worth of Bitcoin reserves. Because the Foundation God is holding such a massive reserve, there was a fear that they will sell off some of their holdings to peg. And because of that, the price of Bitcoin plunged more than 29% last week. Because they're like, oh shit, they're going to start selling Bitcoin. So obviously people are trying to get rid of Bitcoin as well before it depreciates in value. So, Investment is so interesting because it's 
proper links to human behavior. I think this is gonna happen, so let me do this. Like, it's so insane. And that's why when you hear people talk about the economy, they talk about confidence. When there's no confidence in markets, it impacts it impacts people's behavior. What impact and what impacts people and when people's behavior is impacted, that's on impact output, that's on impact activity, that's on impact investment. And we're seeing signs of this today. I mean this week, sorry, where the human, the behavioral nature really impacted the oh sorry I'm watching football as I'm recording really impacted what happened with Terra Luna. So many people So many people. So you may have heard of KSI, YouTuber, boxer, uh, entrepreneur, billionaire, shout out. He tweeted this. What a week! I went to my hamster's funeral, performed in front of thousands of people at Wembley Arena with Annie Marie. Anne Marie, and my three million dollars worth of Luna is now worth a few hundred dollars. Imagine having three million dollars worth of something, and within days it's worth a few hundred. See me, I'll vomit. I'll vomit. And speaking of Binance earlier, the CEO asked in a tweet, Yo dog, where is all of the Bitcoin that was supposed to be used as reserves? Like he's saying, yo, Yulot's response is not good. He wasn't writing the response um, from the Lunar Foundation guards to this crisis. Um, and what else? And according to Reddit, yeah, right, there, that there in South Korea, there is a arrest warrant for the owner. see that and as of yesterday well as of saturday luna is was actually up just before i started recording in the past 24 hours um after the founder duquan announced his recovery plan um said that, so it went up three thousand three hundred percent and you know what why don't i just check the price live as i'm recording so i'm gonna do that so we're gonna get out the old mobile phone and let's go safari uh, Luna price. Uh, okay, let's go on Coinbase. Terra is not supported by Coinbase. Rude. Yeah, so the price of Luna is zero point zero zero. So zero point treble zero two one seven. It's rough. Now. If we're looking at the UST, so the US Terra, I mean, Terra coin to US dollar, I remember it's meant to be one to one, is now 15 cents to one US dollar. It's a myth. It's a myth. It's a myth. They're done at it. Okay. And yeah, remember I said before that Luna cost so much like one. So on the 7th of May, Luna was one Luna was worth seventy three dollars twenty cents. <laughs> now it's one Luna is worth naught point naught 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 two. Bonkers, absolutely bonkers. Um, what else I wanted to drop on your head tops? Uh, scrolling through my notes, scrolling through my notes. Okay, anyway, what's next? Well, several billions of crypto value have been wiped out. More than $15 billion worth of Luna UST alone got wiped out. 
Also, investors who are exposed to Luna USD would have sold off big portions of their other crypto portfolio to kind of recoup some of the damage, which effectively brings the whole market down, right? It's rough. And this this also raised questions about other stable coins. Could be like, raw, can this happen to y'all? So naturally, Tether went down to 95 cents, which was the lowest in years, but it has since rebounded to around 99 cents as I'm recording as we speak. And this this even this whole debacle caught the attention of um, Janet Janet um, Janet Yellen, who is the Secretary of the Treasury um, in the United States, by the way. And she said on Tuesday, um, regarding the depegging of USD, simply illustrates that this stablecoin is rapidly growing, is a rapidly growing product, and there are rapidly growing risk. One place you might see some regulatory movement is around stablecoins. So that's also, that was, the last sentence was said by the SEC commissioner, Hester Piss on Thursday. So they're basically saying, hmm, this is growing a bit too fast and it's a bit too nuts, so we might have to regulate that. And of course, um, crypto, crypto people don't like regulation. Um, obviously, I want things to be decentralized and away from like, the authorities. Oh my God, what a header. Um, another call from Lisa. Anyway, so Terra's very own Duquan, who allegedly has an arrest warrant out, broke his silence via publishing a blog post and he revealed how the Terra ecosystem will be revived. Yeah? So this is what he said. He can see that the network's decentralized stable USD coin has lost the trust of the community because obviously, bro, how can we trust you? Like, look how you got pams within a week. Um, he also stated that Terra's growth has been had been pegged to UST, but now that it's in the mud, the community should now focus on the general e- ecosystem that can continue to grow. So like, yeah, okay, cool. Maybe the pegging to the dollar was a bit mad, but the ecosystem still slaps. That's essentially what he's saying. So he's proposing a great reset. That's what he's proposing, a great reset. Um, the validators should reset the network to 1 billion tokens to be dis- distributed equally. This Not equally, distribute distribute it like this. So he wants like the smarty pants to reset the vibes. There'll be 1 billion tokens and it'll be dished out 40%, 40%, 20%, right? So that's 400 million, 400 million, 200 million. So it'll be like so. 400 million should be given to previous holders of the Luna who saw the value of their coin get slapped. So the people who held Luna and their values went down, take that. 400 million should be given to the UST holders on a pro rata basis. So in, pro- in proportion to how much UST you held, you get. you get. So if you held 12% of all UST, you'll get 12% of that 400 million. And 200 million should be divided between the community pool, which will fund future projects projects, and those who bought Luna at the last minute to help save their coins equally. So those who, um, so it will be divided between a community pool to fund future projects and also divided equally with those who bought Luna at the last minute to try to save the sinking ship. He also wants to incentivize the security with a reasonable inflation rate of 7% as fees will no longer be enough to pay for security. Oh no. Uh, also, he wants Terra token holders that who got who were there before the before the attack to stick around to provide value for his ecosystem. So that's what he wants. Uh, the finance owner doesn't really fuck with his plans. So, boy, we'll see. If you held Luna, please let me know. I'd love to know what you think. And yeah, like my final thoughts on this. Well, boy, I think the projects. I like the idea of it. 
But uh, I know how fiat currency works. You need to have it backed by some form of asset. And I really need to know if they did anything with the with the Bitcoin. With the Bitcoin they had in reserves and how that could have impacted what happened. Did they just sit in their thumbs? So that's my thing. I just feel sorry for investors who put a lot of money into this and held a lot of it and they just seen it wiped out literally within seconds. You could you just couldn't do anything about it. Like I, that's the scary thing about stuff like like and that's the thing about investing in and that's why in some cases and we spoke about this in my previous pod with um Mr. Olu from BSR Finance. Even if the housing market goes down the toilet, like it like how all house prices drop by 50%, which obviously is terrible, God forbid. Obviously it'd be great for people who wants to buy it, but people who own it's not great for them. And that's people's biggest asset. Even if that happened, right? At the end of the day, you still have a house. It's still something you have, especially if it's one you live in, you still got a roof over your head, right? But when it comes to like financial securities, if it's mudded, it's mudded. Like really and truly, you just had a bit of code. So yeah, it's just interesting, man. And yeah, I, I, I hope to get Blockchain Jeff on and other crypto boys and girls on to have a chit chat about more cryptocurrency and investment and stuff like that. But yeah, man, that's my final thoughts. I hope you've enjoyed this pod. And yeah, let me know what you think. Until next week, until, oh, sorry, until midweek, peace and blessings. Bow. Podcast Network.